<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Coffee with a friend is like capturing joy in a cup. Welcome to the Coffee with Jenny B podcast, hosted by Jenny B, a lover of all things coffee. Each week, Jenny will chat about connecting over coffee, what brings her joy, and everything in between. A lot can happen over coffee, so grab a cup, sit back, and enjoy. Now here's your host, Jenny B. Hello and welcome to the show. When I first started Coffee with Jenny B, I didn't know what it was going to become. I had a germ of an idea and a desire to talk about coffee, of course, but also to promote the coffee community in Winnipeg and Manitoba. And so when I started on this journey of my podcast, I started growing along with it and not really sure where it was going to go, but I knew that it was something that was important to me and something that I needed to do. And that's the thing about going on a journey, because some of us, we tend to go on our own personal journey. You know, some of them like to think about as a pilgrimage in a sense, where you are heading towards a destination. But usually when you're on a journey, you're accompanied by someone. It could be a fellow traveler. It could be a curious onlooker. Or it could be someone that is providing you with that guidance that you need to continue either on a journey or perhaps to help you find the path that is the best one for you to follow. When you think about the guide that is along with you on your journey, what springs to mind is a coach, someone who is coaching you, cheering you on encouraging you along your journey and providing that guidance that you might need to get to your destination or at the very least finding that right path. My guest today is a coach that I worked with before I started my podcast. It's Linda Drostevich who is a life coach a mentor, a wonderful human being, a wonderful friend, and someone who was instrumental in helping me find my path to the Coffee with Jenny B podcast. Please help me welcome Linda. Hey, Linda. Hi, Jenny. Thank you for having me, especially for this year anniversary of your podcast. I am so thrilled to be here. I've been delighted to watch your progress over this past year as you really deepened your connection to the coffee community. And as a result, you deepened your connection to the greater community. 
I saw you just expand in so many ways that were so exciting to watch. So I am thrilled to be part of your journey. I love how you described it as a coach being a guide, but also somebody who is walking along the path with you. One of the greatest things that I think of uh, being a coach is we don't have to have it all figured out. You know, I, I certainly don't see it as a hierarchical relationship where I'm somehow above my clients. I am walking a journey like anyone else, and I may have a few insights if I've taken a couple steps ahead of you that I want to call behind you and say, hey, look out for that root on the ground or <laughs> watch out for that that branch. But I do like to think of us as as walking this journey and in conversation. You know, that that really is what I do is I'm in conversation with my clients and that is what you do as well and you do so well is you are in conversation with the community about something so simple as a cup of coffee but yet something so integral to us as humans which is connection belonging and striving for a goal you know all of those are so important to us as humans so I'm very happy to be a part of this journey and seeing seeing where you're going. It's wonderful. Oh, thanks, Linda. And having you along for the journey has been absolutely wonderful. It, uh, I mean, when I first started, I, I didn't know what I didn't know. I, I knew nothing about the podcasting world. I had an idea of what I wanted to do, but as I went along, it started changing. And I mean, and it's no surprise because it's like with anything you're doing, when you first start, you are taking, I guess, baby steps in, in terms of learning what you need to do. But then as you develop that confidence, as you develop that ability to really see a pattern or, or perhaps seeing further down that path as to where you want to go, then you start making different choices for yourself. You know, so for instance, I didn't think I would be doing interviews. I thought it was just going to be me talking about coffee, of course, and talking about things that I love to talk about. But when I did my first interview, which was kind of a fluke because it was Terry from Prairie Lily Coffee Roasters. And I remember I did an episode on espresso and Terry sent me a message on Instagram and he said, I loved your episode about espresso, but you know, if you ever want to talk about espresso, you know, I'd love to do that. And I messaged him right back. And I said, I'd love to, how would you like to come on my podcast? And I didn't even think of what I was doing. It was just like, yes, we should do this. And I had him on my podcast and it was an awesome interview. And then after that, it's like, you know what? That was fun. I really enjoyed having that conversation because as you say, Linda, it's about having conversations. It's not even so much about the coffee. I like to think about when someone says, let's meet for coffee, that means I want to spend time with you. Oh, that's so nice. And so that was spending time with Terry. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that is that, that, that you, you nailed it. That's exactly what it is. When somebody says, let's go get coffee is yeah. I want to, I want to spend time with you. That's, that's a beautiful mm -hmm. way to put it. You know, for me, when I help clients 
achieve their goals. I love how you explained it was that you didn't have the exact plan in place. You were willing to experiment. You were willing to follow along your inner nudgings, your intuition to say, hey, what would would it be like if I tried this? And you let yourself try it. And that's the beauty of when you're working on a goal, that willingness to try things, that willingness to have them not work out the way you thought they would, to fail, to evaluate. You know, I'm sure after that first interview, you had to evaluate, okay, did that go well? What worked? What didn't work? What do I want to try differently? Do I want to make it longer, shorter? You know, all of those things, that willingness to evaluate your progress as you go is so important because I think what stops so many people from even embarking on the journey, even taking a step on the path towards their goals, is they're so afraid that they're going to get it wrong that they're not going to do it right, that they're, it's not going to unfold perfectly. So they, they don't even try. And, you know, rightly so. Uh, most of us were socialized to care about that, to care about making mistakes, you know, and to worry that we're going to get it wrong. So, you know, I do understand that mindset. I certainly have had that mindset at many moments in my life. And that's one of the best things about coaching somebody is just helping them through that process and seeing the little momentum forward that somebody takes, as you said before, those little steps. And suddenly, you know, you're picking up the pace. We're going with this analogy, the path analogy. (laughs) Let's run with it. Okay. You're, You're picking up the pace. You're walking faster. You're swinging your arms. You get more confident. Those first few steps may be very tentative and very small, but as you move along, you you do start to take bigger strides and keep going. So I think that's a wonderful analogy for the amazing progress you've made on this podcast. Well, thanks, Linda. And I'm not alone. You know, I've had you at the beginning and also supporting me along the way. I've had other people who listen to my episodes who've told me that it's made a difference. I had one person, I did an episode with uh, Melissa Giller about conscious parenting and self-reclamation. And I had someone message me to say that they were struggling and that episode came at the right time for them and it made an impact on them. And reading those kind of messages and getting that feedback only reinforces the idea that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Because sometimes, you know, you, you put things out there and you you put it out into the ethernet and you don't know who's listening, who is paying attention. You know, it's interesting because to do a podcast, you're putting it out there for people to listen to. But my intent at the beginning was not even so much that. It was that I had things to say and I wanted to say them. And this was the perfect vehicle or method or or way of doing it was to share my thoughts with the world in this way. And it's been a, a very interesting journey in discovering what it is that, well, first of all, what I'm capable of. To your point about failing, you know, I think about that phrase or the question where 
well, what if I fail? Ah, but what if you succeed? That's so true. It is letting that thought of failure. I mean, that can stop you in your tracks. A hundred percent. And I think that what you do well with interviewing so many different people like Melissa and talking about parenting, I think one of the things that women do really well is to share our struggles. We share our insecurities, our worries, our doubts, and it helps somebody else. You know, I often think of that when I'm uh, writing for social media or I'm writing emails or I'm doing a presentation. To be vulnerable and to share parts of our lives that didn't work out the way society says, you know, life is supposed to look like this. When our lives don't look like that, some of us do hide in shame and some of us do keep those things to ourselves. And then we hear somebody else talking about them and normalizing failure, normalizing mistakes, normalizing that parenting is hard and normalizing that being in business is overwhelming and aging is a struggle at times. When we hear other people that we admire talk about these things and just say, hey, it's, you know, it's just life. This is just normal life. It's not always meant to be positive and sunny and rosy. Life is 50-50. Half of it's great and half of it sucks. And the more we can share and be honest with our journeys with each other, I think the more people have the opportunity to try and not worry as much about failure. Thinking, okay, that person did it and they were honest about how hard it was and they were honest about their failures. It gives somebody else permission to try and it gives somebody else permission to to not beat themselves up with the perfectionist stick, you know, that, uh, you know, so many of us hold ourselves to such rigid high standards, you know, we don't allow ourselves to try um, because we think we'll look foolish, we'll be embarrassed, we're not going to do it as good as that person we see on social media who's done it for 10 years. You know, we compare ourselves to people who are, you know, at a different stage of life and then we give up before we even try, which is failing ahead of time. When you don't even allow yourself to try, that's failing ahead of time. So I appreciate that you you are using your platform to have other people also share their journeys. So I think that's a wonderful gift that you're giving. Thank you. And again, it's conversations. It's having a conversation about anything and everything. You know, when I think about all the different guests I've had on my show, I've had, you know, of course, coffee shops and coffee coffee shop owners and, you know, coffee roasters. But I've also had I had uh, Jamel Mahmood from Main Street Project. I had, you know, Melissa Giller talking about conscious parenting and reclamation. I've had Joanne Zook who talked about fearless negotiation, you know, so it's a wide variety and there's no rhyme or reason. You know, it's not like I sit there and think, oh, you know, I should have somebody talk about this or put together a plan. It's basically I'll, I'll meet someone and I'll be interested in wanting to know more about what they have to say. You know, the other day I was, um, I was at Starbucks and I was having coffee and I was sitting beside this gal and we struck up a conversation because she wanted to plug in her, her phone and there was the jack right beside me or something. 
And we were just kind of chatting about a number of different things. And during our conversation, I said to her, you know, I find you very fascinating. You so much, what you have to share is so interesting. Can I have your email address? Because I'd like to get in touch with you and have you come on my podcast. Just somebody I met, random, didn't know anything about her. All I knew was what she was telling me that made an impact on me. And I thought, okay, if it's making an impact on me, imagine the impact it could have on someone out there listening and wanting to know more about what she is talking about. Oh, that's beautiful. Beautiful. Because, you. you know, to me, that says you are trusting yourself. You're trusting that inner voice that says, you know, I think it'd be really interesting to have this person I just met on my podcast and trusting. I mean, I'm a big believer that there's lovely signs and messages that we get from the universe to say, why not explore this adventure that's, you know, I'll plop right in front of you. So many of us walk through our days without noticing those. And I think if you can tune into that and really pay attention. There are those nudges from the universe all the time that are happening happening around us. Little sparkles of magic that offer a glimpse into being connected to something bigger than ourselves. And I love, I love playing with that concept. I do believe that we are all connected. And that there's forces and energies operating on us that are mysterious and otherworldly. And if you just pay attention, that you will be guided in so many unusual, wonderful ways. And it's interesting that the word guide popped into my head because, you know, we were talking about coaching as being a guide. But I also think, as you describe that experience in the coffee shop, there's guides that are happening all around us. That that woman showed up in front of you and you had the courage and confidence to strike up a conversation and ask for the email address. You know, that's some bold... <laughs> <laughs> Not everyone would do that. That's And I love that you do that. It's like you know yourself and you trust yourself and you're, you follow your instincts and look where you are now. A year later, as you said at the beginning of this podcast, you know, you had just a germ of an idea, an inkling, and you followed it to create this very successful podcast. So, you know, anyone who's listening, who has an inkling, a germ of an idea to follow it. Look for signs from the universe. Look for that inner voice that says, you know, maybe I could try this. As you said, you know, what if I fail? But what if I fly? What if it succeeds? I'm just excited to think of somebody <laughs> listening to this right now who's going, oh, that idea I've always wanted to follow. I'm going to, I'm going to do it. And when you think about guides, you know, I, I, I like to think about angels, you know, there, there are angels among us that appear when we need them to, you know, when I think about when you go for a walk, you know, sometimes if you're going for a walk and you're being in that mindful state, 
So you're walking along the path and you're looking around and you're taking in the sights and the colors and you know, you're not looking down at the ground and or you've got your music on, which is fine because I've done that too. So I'm walking along and I've, I'm listening to my music and I'm oblivious to everything that's around me. So I don't see anything that could possibly come into my path. But if you are open, you know, and that's, that's, I guess, a metaphor for not necessarily physically walking, but if you are open to seeing the signs, because sometimes we don't see them because we're not looking or we're not open to seeing them. They say that if there are angels around us that, you know, they say children and animals can see them because there's no pretense. Like they are open to everything because they haven't had that where I have to, you know, think more logically about what life is all about. But when you're open, you know, it. every time I see a dime, you know, a dime will appear out of nowhere. <laughs> Who uses dimes and nickels very much these days? But I see a dime and that tells me that somebody's thinking about me, you know, or, you know, you see um, 11-11 on the clock. And every time I, I look at the 11-11, I think, okay, so what am I supposed to think at this moment? What is going on at this moment? And I know it, it sounds kind of like a woo-woo, <laughs> but I really believe that there are voices that pop in my head that are directing me to do certain things. And when I think about going against, you know, so if I'm pushing to do something that I want to do, but it's not necessarily right for me, it usually doesn't work out. So I have to, I have to trust my instincts and say, nope. This is what I need to do and not fight that thought, that push that I'm getting from the universe to go in that particular direction. You know, I love this conversation. We're going in a very metaphysical direction. and <laughs> But still keeping with our path metaphor, because you, you talked about being out and walking in the woods. And so really... I was part of a conversation a couple of weeks ago where I, I said the same thing. I know this sounds woo. And Amy Tung, who you just interviewed, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So Amy called me on that. Amy said, why are you dismissing that? Why are you saying, oh, I know this is kind of woo? Because that's how I presented it. And I, I really, I took that to heart. And something I read yesterday really brought that home was, We've been taught to really only use our thinking minds. We are in our heads a lot. And we need to be more in our bodies and also more in our spirit or soul or energy, however you want to describe that spiritual relation to a higher power or the noticing of signs or angels. We are holistic beings and we aren't just our rational brains. We are also a body and we are also something mysterious and inexplicable. So I'm opening more to having that as part of my day-to-day life is really tapping into that uh, spiritual connection. And For me, that means I need more quiet. I was like, I have a big dog and I'm always out walking and I love to be in the forest. 
But what I would do every morning was I'd pop in my ear pods and I'd, you know, listen to podcasts, music, or I'd talk on the phone. And I was not allowing enough quiet. And quiet can be very uncomfortable for us right now in, the, in our world. We're used to a lot of stimulation and information coming at us. And so quiet can also mean, okay, I'm alone with my own thoughts. And for a lot of us are like, mm, no, thank you. <laughs> I, I don't want to spend time with my own thoughts. But if you can get past the discomfort of that and really go into exploring more of the quiet, there are ideas there. There are synergies and connections that you can make and problems you can solve and new visions for your life that you can get, but you have to be willing to be a little uncomfortable. I mean, that's true of any growth pattern in life. You have to be willing to be uncomfortable at the beginning and the middle and the end. You know, anytime you, you're reaching for anything new, you're going to be uncomfortable, but really to get deeper into the quiet will allow you to be able to, as you said, hear those messages, be awake for what is presenting itself to you. Being present and being mindful of that, because if there are messages that we've missed, it could be opportunities that could change our lives. You know, I, I think about the idea of me wanting to do this podcast and you know, to be honest, it was a lot of work to do it because I had I was committed, first of all, doing every week. Not everybody does it every week, but that was what I set out to do and that that's what I wanted to do. And so that meant that I needed to come up with ideas for episodes. I needed to once I once I started interviewing people, finding new people to interview, doing the show notes, you know, social media, all of that even getting started with creating an intro and outro, you know, the music, all of it was brand new to me. And I said, you know, this is, I'm in it. <laughs> there was no quit for me. It was something that I needed to pursue and find where it was going to lead me. And what I've been able to discover is that it's fulfilled that need that I have to share my voice with the world. You know, I think about um, Wendy Hofford and Clifton Strengths, and I had a, I, I forget what episode uh, Wendy was on, but we were talking about, you know, the different strengths. And one of my top five strengths, actually my number one strength or talent is input. And I love reading. I love reading. I love research. I'll deep dive into all kinds of articles. And, you know, I just love, love, love information. And that information needs to go somewhere. <laughs> you know, it can't, it can't just stay in my, in my mind, you know, because even though you think of the brain, I don't, I don't know, it's in, infinite possibilities, but there's only so much room. <laughs> and so the information has to go somewhere. And what better place than in a podcast where I can share that information that I've, I've gleaned and that I've researched. And, and I love doing it because if someone, like for instance, uh, I used to be really good at trivia. I still am. I, you know, ask me a question about something and I might not know the answer right away, but it's like, okay, you know, 
give me a couple of minutes. I'll, I'll go into that database in my brain and I'll get that information for you. But I absorb, you know, like a sponge, I'm, I'm absorbing this information. And again, it needs an outlet and a podcast is a perfect way to, to get that information out. I love that you acted on that because one of the biggest parts of procrastination I see for people working towards their goals is getting stuck in research, you know, getting stuck at the whiteboard. You're always researching and never putting something out, you know, because it's a safe place to be in research. I, 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 I know that myself. I love to research. I love to read. One book I love, Playing Big by Tara Moore, talked about this in great detail about how women do hold themselves back because they are always thinking, I need one more degree. I need another diploma. I need more qualifications. I need to research this more. I need to be more prepared before they are willing to do anything. And, you know, we have to get better at believing that we have what we need now that as you did, you dove in, you're like, I don't know how to do an intro and outro. I'm going to figure it out. (laughs) And I did. You did, right? (laughs) And yeah, kudos to you for being willing to leave the comfort of research and put it out there. You know, for me, I do a lot of um, my communication through social media and through my email so what I like to think of, and, and you talked about using your voice, you know, having a podcast to use your voice. And I like to remind my clients and myself and the people who follow me that we have these platforms at our fingertips. All of us have social media at our fingertips, which I like to think of as my own personal publishing company. I don't have to ask anyone's permission to print my words or use my voice. Hi, it's Jenny. We'll get back to the show in a moment. But first, I invite you to check out my website, coffeewithjennyb.ca. That's Jenny with a G where you'll find all the links to my episodes. You'll also find a variety of coffee gifts available for purchase, including my branded bag of Red Door Coffee Beans from Harrison's Coffee Company. As well, you'll find a link to join the Winnipeg Coffee Community Facebook group. I'll also be posting info about upcoming coffee tours and coffee nights. So keep checking my website for updates. You can also follow me on Instagram at coffeewithjennyb. Now, let's get back to the show. I like to think of all of us having our own personal publishing company in social media. You know, some of us are, we resist social media. We're like, oh, it's so much work to use social media. I don't want to use it for my business. It gets tiring. It is an incredible opportunity for all of us to express ourselves to use our voice, to speak up for what we want. And the beauty of it is we don't have to ask anyone's permission, just like you having this podcast. And I believe this is just brilliant. You don't have to go through a radio company and ask for permission to have your voice on the airwaves. You decided yourself what I Mm -hmm. have to offer 
important to be heard. And I want to give other people the opportunity to be heard. You created this platform for yourself and for other people. And that is such a powerful and empowering place to be. You are doing this to express you. And I love that just by doing this, you're encouraging so many other people to do that as well, to take those opportunities. Absolutely. And it doesn't matter about age too, because, well, I'm 62. So I started my podcast when I was 61. And it didn't occur to me that I couldn't do this. You know, I don't know, sometimes thinking, well, I'm too old, all these excuses that we have for ourselves of things that, you know, oh, I can't do it because I'm too busy. I'm, I'm too old. I don't have time or whatever, whatever those excuses are. But if it's important to you, if it's something that you're passionate about, it's that pull from the universe. It's, it's that voice inside of you that's saying, you need to do this. You need to put yourself out there. You need to do whatever it is that you're doing. And sometimes you don't know why or, or what the outcome will be. But that's the thing about going on a journey, right? It's not the destination, It's the journey that is the most important because when you read stories about explorers, you know, Christopher Columbus or even Jacques Cousteau with the, with the under underwater, with the, with the sea and everything, it's this desire that they need to explore. They need to go on this journey and they don't know what they're going to find, but it doesn't matter, you know, because it's the thrill of going on that journey and then discovering something wonderful or not. In the Christopher Columbus case, <laughs> it was colonization of the Americas that unfortunately resulted in, in devastation for yes. so many. So mm-hmm. um, yes, but yes, I agree that it is the process and not, you know, I like that you said though, you know, that voice that says I'm too old or I'm not experienced enough. One of the things with coaching that I like to remind people is that we have in our head that say, I'm too old, I'm too fat, I'm too much, I'm too uneducated. All those thoughts we have in our heads are not true. Learning that the narrative inside my head, that ongoing inner voice, was often wrong was often Mm -hmm. lying to me and telling (laughs) me things that made me feel small and discouraged and not worthy and being able to recognize kind of what we were talking about that awareness that mindfulness being aware of our thoughts to me is one of the most important parts of achieving any goal Because if you Mm -hmm. can notice that thought and see it as a thought and not necessarily true, you have a much better chance of creating a more helpful thought that Mm -hmm. is going to actually motivate you and give you the energy and the drive to take the actions you need to take. I've had that thought for sure. I'm too Mm -hmm. old. I'm too old to start a business. I'm too old to be on social media and and creating (laughs) videos and all that kind of stuff. I've for sure had that thought. 
but that thought doesn't serve me. That thought no. makes me feel embarrassed. And what do I do? I don't show up. I don't do, mm. you know, I don't take risks. I play small. And recommit to a thought that is actually helpful that says, you know, who says what age is appropriate to have a business, you know, or, or, you know, I can do this or I'm capable mm -hmm. of this. If I can switch my brain over to that train of thought, I'm much more likely to show up and share my ideas, use my voice, um, inspire others and create the business and the life that I want. But it does mm -hmm. come down to being aware of that inner voice and what is it saying to you and can you challenge it? Can you yeah. ask yourself, is that really true? Mm -hmm. And is that helpful for me to think? Yes, it's, it's all about mindset. It's all about how we perceive our thoughts, you know, and I think about forcing things to happen because sometimes by forcing things, it, it depends on the outcome that you're looking for. I think about my, when I'm doing my own episodes. So if I have an idea, for instance, that I want to do an episode on something and I'll, I'll sit down and I'll start recording it and I'll stop and start like several times because it doesn't seem right to me. It doesn't sound right. It's, it's like there's something missing. And it's that, I want to say that it's, it's not even so much, I was going to say it's that authenticity, but it's, it actually, yes, that's what it is. It's that I'm not being my authentic self at that moment, that I am trying to push it through without it sounding like me. And that's when I say, you know what, I can't do this. And I stop and I scrap it. And it's like, okay, well, now what am I going to do? <laughs> because that was my idea for an episode. So then I have to take a step away and I have to, you know, do something else. And then later on, a, a thought will pop into my head. What if I talk about that instead? And it's interesting too, Linda, that sometimes at night, you know, I'm, I'm laying in bed and I'm, I'm ready to fall asleep and I have all these ideas in my head, which usually, you know, if you have all these, these ideas in your head, it's like a little hamster, you know, in your brain that will keep you from falling asleep. But it's the opposite for me because I'm laying there and I'm thinking, and I'm looking at in my mind, all these different scenarios and words and phrases and, and things that I can talk about. I almost form this conversation in my head while I'm laying in bed, ready to fall asleep. And when I wake up the next morning, the idea is still there, but now it gives me a, an opportunity to say, okay, this is the direction that I want to go in and I'm going to pursue it. And then other times I'll sit down and I'll just, you know, start rambling on about something <laughs> and, and hoping that it's making sense at the end. So for me, there's really, there's no rhyme or reason when I'm doing things, even when I'm doing an interview, like it's not scripted. I don't write down questions. I have a couple of ideas of things that I want to talk about but I might start with a simple question such as how did you get started in coaching or how did you get started in this? And then we just continue. And then we, we riff off each other. It's a conversation. We're responding to each other and having fun doing it. Absolutely. And I find for me, when I'm writing or I'm creating anything, I know I will sit down and I can tell the feeling between when I am vulnerable and real 
and when Mm -hmm. I'm not. It's a very distinct Mm -hmm. feeling. And I know the best way I have of reaching anyone and really creating a true connection is allowing myself to tap into that truth and that vulnerability and that authenticity. But there's times where you just don't have it in you. You just don't, you think, oh gosh, I don't want to feel that exposed right now, or I don't want to feel that, you know. And so I, I, I will notice myself pulling back and writing more from an intellectual point of view, but it's not mm-hmm. tapping into something true, something vulnerable and real and something that's meaningful to me. And I know that when I do do that, when I do tap into that part of me, I mm-hmm. trust that somebody else needs to hear the same thing. Like somebody yeah. else needs this message right now. If I allow myself to do this, if I allow myself to show up, somebody else is going to go, oh my gosh, I was just thinking about that. I, I needed to hear that today. Being able to share a message that somebody needs right now. And it, it's a pleasure to do it. And mm-hmm. I appreciate it when I see other people do that. I know yeah. I'll scroll through social media or I'll listen to a podcast, listen to one of your podcasts. And when I hear somebody else uh, sharing something truthful, it helps. It helps me. And I, I know I, I always appreciate when other people share their paths with us. Mm-hmm. When I'm interviewing someone, when I'm having that conversation, whether it's on my podcast or having coffee with someone or having you know conversation with a stranger, is that I'm learning something all the time. And, you know, for someone who loves input, that learning, it excites me. It, it inspires me. It makes me feel alive. It makes me feel that I'm not just going through the motions. You know, it, it's, it's finding, again, that passion, that purpose of, of what we need to do. And when we're using our authentic voice, and I think that's what we're, we're talking about here is when we're using our authentic voice and not changing our voice. You know, you're saying about now I need to be I need to come from this intellectual part of myself versus the the truthful, the heart. It's a different tone. You know, it's a different message altogether. It's still you. It's still your voice. It's still coming from Linda, but it's Linda moving into the head versus Linda coming from the heart. And that does make a big difference. It does. It does make a big difference. And I can't wait to hear your podcast where you interview the woman that you randomly met in Starbucks. <laughs> who knows what messages she has to share with us, right? Like it, it's, right? it's fascinating to think of, you know, what she, she has to offer that some of us need to hear. So I look forward to that one. Yes, absolutely. And, and I've got other ideas of, of episodes that I want to do, but like there's this one I want to do that has to do with coffee and wine. Because when you think about it, you know, like I I like to have my coffee in the morning and I like to have a glass of wine at night. And there's something about the two that are connected. And I've been wanting to do an episode about that, but I'm not quite sure the direction I want to take. And so I've been putting that on the, on the back burner for now until the right moment comes for me. And that's when I sit down and that's when everything's going to flow. Because again, if I, if I try to push it, 
I'm just going to go through that start stop thing. And if I say, no, I'm going to do it. I'm committed. I'm going to do it. It's not going to be a good interview. I mean, it'll be fine, but I'm not going for fine. You're not going (laughs) for fine. I'm not even going for good. (laughs) I'm going for great. (laughs) <laughs> year two could be uh, year two of the podcast is wine with Jenny B. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wouldn't go. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness! You know, Linda, this has been so much fun. I've really, really enjoyed our conversation, and thank you for being with me on the start of my journey and just being there, you know, supporting. I love your messages of encouragement. And I know that that's what makes you such a great coach is that you are responsive to not just your clients, but to your friends, the major grow group that we're part of that, you know, showing up, we show up for ourselves, we show up for everybody else. We're working together on collaborations, on plans, coffee dates, you know, it's just being there for each other. It's about connecting. It's about conversations over coffee. It's about community. It's about everything that I stand for, for my podcast and everything that you stand for too. Well, conversations over coffee, because I know that that's when we first had our initial meeting was we did a coffee date over Zoom. And I said, hey, I'd like to book you as a coach. (laughs) And then the rest is history. Best is history. And yes, we do we do share that value of collaboration over competition and mm-hmm. really helping all the members of our community rise is so important to me. And it, it really is just delightful and fun to be part of a, a group of women who are ambitious and caring and socially uh, responsible and really see community as a central core value. So Mm -hmm. I'm delighted to be a part of this group with you and bigger group of the universe, um, (laughs) supporting all of us and, and giving us little nudges and messages and signs along the way that we're on the right Mm -hmm. path. Absolutely. And we're on the right path. We're on the right path. (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Linda. This has been such a pleasure. And uh, I look forward to a coffee date in person soon. Oh, me too. Thanks so much, Jenny. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. So until next time, think about the journey that you're on, or maybe you haven't started your journey. Maybe you've been thinking about it. But when you do think about that journey, or if you are on the journey right now, consider taking a guide with you, someone that can coach you, mentor you, support you encourage you, everything that we all need to keep us on the straight path. And if we do veer off in another direction, you know, I think about Robert Frost and, you know, the two roads and, you know, which one am I going to take? Sometimes going off the beaten path can be fun, can be an adventure, but it's always fun doing with someone else. And if you are looking for more guidance out of life, consider working with a coach, working with someone like Linda, who can help you find the direction or the path that you need to follow. Thanks so much for listening. 
If you like Coffee with Jenny B and want to know more, connect with Jenny on Instagram at Coffee with Jenny B. That's Jenny with a G. Until then, all you need is joy and more coffee. Produced and distributed by the Sound Off Media Company. It's said that the more time you have to invest, the greater the return. Well, guess what? Kids have the most time if we learn to invest early. That's why I created the Cash Kid Podcast, where I teach kids and some adults financial skills they need to know on how to earn, save, and invest their money. Join me on this journey as we interview experts and explore topics that allow you to grow your money as kids. This podcast will help you become the money expert among your family and friends. Just remember, anyone can be a cash kid. You just have to learn how to become one. Get ready to grow your financial knowledge and your wallet with the Cash Kid Podcast.